Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're in the book of Acts, chapter 9 today, right in the middle of the conversion of Paul the Apostle. At this point, Saul of Tarsus. We covered the first five verses where Saul had struck out uh, with all the authority of the Jewish powers that be to kill and imprison Christians. But he met Jesus there on the Damascus Road that day and struck down off of his horse. The last thing he said as we left uh, last time was, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now, verse 6 is where we're going to pick it up, and it says, But rise up into the city, then you will be told what you must do. Now, the authorized King James Version of Scripture gives us something herein that we don't have in this version, and that is where Paul was speaking, and he spoke some of the most beautiful words ever spoken. And that's why it's worth noting. In the King James, it says, So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Quote, unquote. Now, I mention this because I think these words will echo down through the ages of Christendom. They are words that would be, in fact, repeated millions of times, words that would roll off the lips of true believers at the moment of their conversion and, and millions more at their Holy Spirit baptism. And all will eventually say, Lord, what do you want me to do? Because you see, these are words that reflect a transformed heart. They reflect a surrendered life. Eyes that were once solely upon themselves are now upon Jesus. You see, these words, they present a life upon an altar. A light that seeks not what is in it for me, but rather, what can I do now for you, Lord? God has given redemption, forgiveness of sin, eternal life, peace, and joy. And even now, he continues to shower us with blessings. There is always the belief that says, Lord, what will you do for me? Yet there is once in a while a faith that acknowledges what he has already done upon that cross. And now asks, what can I do for you? You see, Paul was never one to simply believe No, his belief motivated him to action, whatever side he was on. Verse 7 says, The men who traveled with him stood speechless, hearing the sound but seeing no one. Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. They led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. Clearly, there were men there that day that heard the voice but failed to see the Lord. They failed to recognize the voice, failed to grasp its origin. It's the same, really, with every such incident. One person will hear his voice and recognize who is behind it, while everyone else will fail to understand. Verse 9 says, He was without, this is speaking of Paul, 
he was there without sight for three days and neither ate nor drank. Hmm, interesting. Three days. For three days he mourned. Three days he didn't eat or drink. He had three days to sit and try to wrap his mind around what had happened. I can only imagine what was going on in both his head and in his heart. Only he and the Lord, I guess, will ever know for sure. But after three days, God sent someone. Wow, why did he wait so long? <laughs> why does he ever wait so long? Why? Because God knows just exactly how long to wait in every situation. Verse 10 says, Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Behold, it's me, Lord. Now, Ananias was the kind of person that was waiting and willing to step up to service when it came to the Lord. Little did he know what he was getting into, though, that day. But he was a man who was sensitive to the Spirit, and he listened to the voice of the Lord, and he answered that voice. He said, Here I am, Lord. Many great men of God have answered the Lord with those same words. I mean, there's there's Abraham and King Saul, uh, Moses, Samuel, Jacob, the prophet Isaiah. It's interesting to note that Ananias, however, he wasn't an apostle. He wasn't a deacon. In fact, he wasn't in any high position with the church at all. He was just a guy. But he was a guy that God could use guy that could and would hear the voice of the Lord. Ananias would now pass from obscurity into the eternal pages of scripture with the act that is now on the table. He would hear and prove that the only prerequisite to being used in such a grand way was to simply answer in verbal and in heart, here I am, Lord. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.